Welcome back to a brand new season of Going Great Presents podcast, Name Redacted. I'm Possibly one of your, change later. Possibly. <laughs> who knows when. Uh, I'm one of your co My name is Robbie. Alongside Connor Roy's vice presidential running mate, Cousin Benny. How you doing? Hello. And uh, the Shiv's butt of this podcast <laughs> One of our co-hosts, <laughs> our good buddy Ryan. Wow, that's high praise. The top of the top of the pops, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, let the boys watch. We are going to talk about Succession uh, because two of us like it, and one of us is indifferent, but still watches it. Figure out who when we as we go on. <laughs> um, and uh, we're definitely going to talk about probably other shows, movies, whatever. But we're going to start out with uh, Succession because it's coming back for season four. Um, what do you guys think? So I'd say let's start off with your overall impressions. What do you think about Succession? Do you love it? Do you dislike it? Whatever. Go ahead, Fanny. I was going to defer to Robbie because he was the one that put me onto it. But oh. I, will, I will say I'll I'll jump in here if you if you want me to and say uh, I think it's a fantastic show. I went in, I side eyed it from afar uh, when it was first released and it was getting all that praise and you know I, I'm some sometimes very hesitant to get into something new. I just I don't like the commitment. Um, you know, I don't know if a show is going to just go for a season or two and then get canceled. So sometimes I need to let things build up. But Robbie was really pushing this one for me. Uh, so one weekend we had nothing to watch, threw it on and got sucked in pretty, pretty early. Um, I think that each season has as it's gone on, has gotten better and better. The character development uh, has just been great. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into our favorite and least favorite characters, but to me, it's it's not something that's a flashy show. It's not something where I would even say that a lot happens in the show. It's just a lot of great interaction between the characters. Uh, I love the plotting and scheming. If you've listened to our old Game of Thrones episodes. So to me, it, it hits different buttons than a lot of the shows that I typically like. But um, I enjoy the writing and I enjoy uh, the characters. So Benny, did you recently watch the whole thing? I wa yeah, I watched all three seasons um in a in a semi binge over the course of like the last couple months before we left for the Philippines. So it was like a December, January watch for me. Gotcha. So now, Robbie, you're the one who turned Benny on to the show. When did you start watching and you know, what do you love about it? Well, I appreciate that, Benny. I have to defer to my sister, Michelle and Brian, who got me onto the show, who told me to watch it. I, be I believe I came in maybe after season one. I, I binge season one and watched it and was immediately hooked because of, um, like, as you guys know, and if anybody listened to our House of the Dragon stuff, I just am a big dialogue guy. And I think this show is one of the best written shows on television and potentially you know, of the past 20 years or so. Um, I love, like Benny said, the character development. 
I love every single character on the show. Some of my favorite characters are the are the bit players, you know, the background players like a Frank or a, a Jerry, or and one of my favorites who I never mentioned is Stewie. You know, I love Stewie. Uh, <laughs> but you know, that's why I, I love the show. Like like Benny says, it's not like action packed and it's just plotting and scheming. It's family dynamics. I think everybody can relate to that. Uh, it's people who are extremely wealthy, but who are also extremely miserable human beings <laughs> and uh, trying to just kind of one-up their own family members and, you know, yearn for their, I guess, quote-unquote daddy's love. And, uh, yeah, I love it. And uh, I'm sad that it's going to end. But, I mean, these are some of the, my favorite characters written on TV in, in a while. And uh, I was immediately hooked. So I want to thank... Michelle and Brian last time redacted. I hope Brian finally finished, uh, you know, clean out the dishwasher, but uh, <laughs> that's about it. But Ryan, I, I know that you are a little indifferent about it. So I, and I know you just, you know, recently watched. So can you give us your take? Yeah. So I, I do like the show. Um, I don't want to act like I am a hater just, just to be contrarian, but I don't think it, deserves the high praise that it gets but i do understand why it gets that praise but for me it's kind of like what you said benny like nothing really happens that's how i feel like i feel like it's just something slight happens Ooh, ooh, they might give up the control of the company to to, to kendall or to somebody yeah. and then it doesn't happen and then it's just we're back to square one and we're going back but I do realize that that's how a lot of businesses operate. So, I, you know, I get it, but I don't know. For me, it's just it doesn't hit like it does for you guys. I did watch it uh, around the same time as Benny. I think mainly because I think you started like right after I finished. Yeah, basically. Um, and we, I mean, we cranked through it. We watched it in like two weeks, maybe or something like that, or three weeks, uh, pretty quick. And again, I, I liked it. Uh, there's definitely elements of it that I like, um, but I don't think it's like the best show in the past X number of years. Um, it's good, but that's as far as I'll go. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to like put it up there in like any of my top five lists. It's not The Wire um, or nothing like that. No, but to me, like I said, you know, and there are some things that... I don't know if it's just like you said, the nature of business, but there's also things that I feel are like almost abandoned plot lines, like in the first season with Walter and that um, the guy who owns Walter, like he he's set up to almost be like Logan's foil. Right. And he just kind of ends up being like nobody until they sell Walter. And then like, he's just gone. Right. Um. So there, there are some things that I feel that they do that, um, that they abandon kind of, but I also feel like that's just, them i think it's one of those shows that's kind of written not with an end game in mind where breaking bad it, you know vince gilligan always talks about how famously like all this stuff and these interconnecting plots like they really didn't plan on that from day one you know they're just so good that they end up like finding ways to like retcon stuff and make things that were seemed small end up meaning a lot later in the seasons. I don't think that these writers are talented in that way where they just kind of start in a direction and see where the story takes them. And if that means they have to like abandon a plot line, that's just what's going to happen. 
So it's not, you know, as tight in that sense, but the work that they do, like Robbie mentioned with the dialogue and the, you know, the relationships between the characters, like that's to me where the show shines. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if it's intentional, but that's kind of how a lot of businesses operate. They don't have an end game in mind. They're just like, let's just do this shit and see if we can make some money. Oh, we did? Great. Oh, we did. Yeah. Eh, fuck it. We'll make more money next week. Who gives a shit? So, so I, yeah, I get it. But sorry, go and, ahead. And to me, one of the things, and I, I want this is like a jumping off point for our resident expert on cinematography. <laughs> um, I watched a whole video recently on the way they use the cameras and like the cinematography, how it's very like a lot of handheld stuff and it like puts you in the room. And it, it gives that impression that the show you're watching is like real. The camera doesn't automatically cut to somebody when they start talking. It like if someone joins in on a conversation, it doesn't automatically go to that person. It's almost like you're like a fly on the wall and like, right. oh, Logan was just talking, but now this person came in. Do I cut to this person? Is this what this person's saying imp- important? I just think that the way that the camera's used in the show is really good. Uh, I love the cinematography. They have, you know, great set pieces when they need it but i i just love the whole like almost documentary style of the show what do you think about that robbie no i agree and i think that documentary style is great because some of the most intense moments on that show i i feel like are you know in the boardroom you know some of those those meetings and stuff in the boardroom are some of the most intense you know of the of the series and i love the way that shot and especially i love obviously when um you know, they go to their little helipad and they take off and you get the shot of the entire city. I love that. Or even like you said, the set piece like the Hamptons house or even when uh, they go to, to Connor's little compound in, in uh, New Mexico, all that stuff is shot beautifully. And, you know, I love that, like you said, that documentary, you know, style filmmaking because uh, you do feel like you're in that boardroom, uh, boardroom with them. So I totally agree with you. Yeah, it just, it feels like it's almost like voyeuristic in a way where like it's it's so not perfect in ways where it feels like yes this is a real thing because this is how maybe somebody would react if they just had a camera it's not like this you know meticulously this is the shot of this person talking and it's zoomed in perfectly on his face in the important moment um so i i just think between that and the writing like that's kind of what what makes the show for me yeah, no, I, I mean, I again, I agree with all that stuff, but eh, I was just looking <laughs> right now at uh, at I know you're a Rotten Tomatoes guy, but I'm an IMDb guy. It is currently at in the top 50 at number 69. First, nice, nice. Second, uh, it is rated better than now. I know some of these shows are different types of shows, but you know, it's not better than Ted Lasso, which is number 80. Peaky Blinder is not better than that. It's definitely not better than Dark, amazing show. Mandalorian, The Boys, Arrested Development. You know, so, I, I mean, I get that some people like it better. I, I totally understand that. But for me, it's good, and I can't wait to watch season four. But I'm definitely not going to suck at stick unless season four blows me away. So I, I have two ways I want to go with this conversation because you you brought up Arrested Development. Are Um, you an Arrested Development fan? I am, but the last like season we're talking a bit. 
we're doing one, two, three. Seasons one, two, three, babe. That's okay. the best ones. Right. And good, those good, are the ones good. that are. Then, yes, um, I love it. Don't you like at times get Arrested Development vibes from Succession? Like if the music was slightly changed or they were a little bit more slapstick, yes. it's like could very easily be Arrested Development. If it was a little more like jokey, just a little. Yeah. It would, it's very Arrested Development, just like family dynamics of them just going at each other. And in this way, it's it's more dramatic, but arrested. It's more done for comedic value. Um, yeah. But yes, I do get that. It's a wealthy family. They're you know they have this business. Who's going to succeed? It's Michael or is it Kendall or is you know yeah. the shit. But yeah, I I definitely agree with that. That's a good. That's an astute observation. Yeah, to me, I think that's what like I don't know. Maybe that's why I latched onto it because I I made those connections early on in the show, and I was like, oh, that's Job. Oh, that, yeah. you know, like Connor is Job, like, you know, yes. just like the ne'er-do-well older child that, you know, is just a kind of comic relief in a way. Like Job is definitely comic relief. Connor is like unintentionally com- comic relief. Yep. Um, You know, you got, I mean, uh, Logan is 100%, you know, George Bluth. Yep. So there's just so many ways to, uh, to make the connections between the shows. I think that's kind of why I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I could I could see that. And if I was a much better uh, video editor, I would try and splice some scenes together because I feel like it could work very well. Yeah, yeah. There's always money in the banana stand. (laughs) (laughs) Do you is there any part of you that is watching this out of I don't want to say spite, but like or like hate watching but is it part of it like I hate these people so much that like I kind of am like I mean, drawn I, to it? I definitely hate like everybody in this show. Um, there are times when I have a little bit of not sympathy. That's not the word I want or even empathy. But like. Uh, like I like the character a little bit and then I'm like, oh, yeah, Roman but is he's a, a piece, piece of shit, shit. or <laughs> yeah. yeah, like even, you know, uh greg tom like these other characters that aren't like huge pieces of shit but like kind of are you're just like oh you know hopefully this happens and then it doesn't or they do something fucked up and you're just like oh still yeah that's why i fucking hate all you people like there's for me personally yeah some of the big characters like um robbie was mentioning i'm like all right they're not absolute dog shit but pretty much every main character is a fucking asshole and yeah i guess i do watch a little bit for like fuck these people i don't know it's it's a weird it's a weird show in that sense there's no one to root for really i don't well, know let's see you guys rot like robbie benny who do you who do you root for or do you hate everyone or how do you feel yeah i was just gonna ask robbie that who do i root <sighs> I don't know. I, I've, Kendall has season three. Kendall really, really fucking pissed me off, man. Uh, I was rooting for him in season two because you you feel so bad for him, especially in the season finale in season two. You you like they focus so much on him, and like you know that that it's gonna be him that that uh, Logan's gonna pick as the sacrificial lamb, and then you feel so bad for him. And then you feel so good that he got, you know, a little vindication. And then season three comes along. It's like, eh, okay, that was Such that was that. But Such a um, fucking dork. Who do <laughs> who do I who do I hate? 
honestly, I don't think I hate anybody. Uh, Kendall's probably up there that annoys me the most, but I don't know. I, I, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate watching it. I, I like everybody. They're all scumbags, but for some weird reason, you, you, I don't know why I, I root for some of these guys, uh, but, you know, Roman can be a, a, a real scumbag sometimes. He gets on my nerves. With, with It's like, all right, bro, enough. Like, we get it. Like, I understand. <laughs> But like the, you're overcompensating, we get yeah, it. Yeah, when it keeps on <laughs> when it, yeah when it keeps on going, it it annoys me. But sometimes I just I just want Logan to just fucking kill them all and fire all of them and send them off on a on a raft somewhere. So that that's really sometimes where I get like I think I love Logan probably the best because he's just ruthless and doesn't really give a shit. That's, that's something like I would I would like to be. I guess I mean that's why I like that because I'm not like that. I feel bad a lot. So maybe I'm just overcompensating and want to be like Logan and tell everybody to fuck off, but I can't because I'm too scared. Because <laughs> yeah, you don't have that much power yet. No, it's true. Once I do get if, that power, if you had that amount of power, you'd probably be an asshole. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'd probably be pissing on my floor. It's got to, you know, I'm not in any way sympathizing or empathizing with these people with the amount of money that they have, but like, right. You, they're so disconnected because of the amount of money they have. Like it's like such right. an obscene amount of money where there's no, nothing that they do. You know, it, it's, you know, again, going back to the rest of develop development thing, it's like how much is a banana cost, but it could be $10 or here's $20. Right. Go see a star war. Go where, see a star war. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, they're that way. And it's also that question is like, are they this much of, an asshole because they have so much money or is just this who they are. Um, but for me, my favorite, my favorite character is a hundred percent Tom, a million percent yeah. Tom. There's nobody that could ever surpass Tom. He's just like first season. I was like, this guy's a dick. And he's like, just such an asshole to Greg for no reason. It's be just because he's the only person that he's above in this world at this point. Right. In the family. Uh, yeah. And then season two, he, you know, he's still that way a little bit, but he, he brings more humanity to the, to the character. And right. then by season three, like when he makes that turn and he's the one that, that lets Logan know Time's the plans, uh, you're just like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, yes, because I'll transition this into my least favorite character. It's fucking Shiv, man. I, hate Shiv so much. Oh, that's fine. I forgot about Shiv. She fucking <laughs> sucks, man. And she was one in the first season where I was like, okay, Shiv is like, I love her. She's awesome. But when she's like, just starts stepping on Tom, man, and like almost has no re regard for him and, and his feelings, it's just, it's like too much. And again, you can go so deep into these characters and why they are the way that they are and like why she's that way to Tom is because she gets treated a certain way by her family. So that's her outlet and right. how Tom gets treated by all of them is why he's that way to Greg. Um, so, I mean, listen, let's not make this a three hour podcast right off the bat, but it's very easy, you know, very easy to like understand the dynamics if you like sit and actually think about it. And to me, the person I've always been rooting for since the beginning, and I hate to say it is Logan, man. I want him to be the one that comes out on top in the end. And he is the portrayal to me of one of the people that I hate most in this world. And he is Donald Trump Jr. Like a hundred percent. 
Like I could see Who, him Logan? being mocked. Yeah, not Logan. Sorry, I meant to say Kendall. Kendall, Kendall, Kendall. Okay. Uh, Kendall is 100% Donald Trump Jr. Like if you just see the way that they act and like try so hard to be their dad, but they just don't have have it, it in them. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's That's like one of the things that make me question the way I feel about the show and like how I feel about things in the world, the real world, you know? So again, that's just another reason why I love the show so much. All right. So just to be, to be clear, you want Kendall at the end of the show to be on top. Yeah. I want yeah. him to be six feet under. I hope <laughs> Dude. I mean, I, I, I don't know what so it is, much. man. I, and I understand why everybody hates him and I understand why he's so corny. But I don't know. There's part of me that like feels bad for him. As like, oh no, I totally feel bad for him. And yeah, what I hate most about him is when he's like early season. As an example, early season three or parts of season one, when he thinks he's hot shit. Oh my god, I fucking hate his guts. Yeah, (laughs) I hate his guts. Bangers only. Go fuck yourself. Like they're (laughs) not cool. Like it went. The worst is when he walks in. When he went into that um. (laughs) <laughs> that other company to try and like uh like give them money to like invest with them you know what i'm talking about yes it was like yeah. they the did two, art or something women. like that yeah 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 the women and he saw them at that party afterwards and he's got the shoes or whatever oh, what a fucking loser like yeah he's i wouldn't such take a his money either yeah he's such a jabroni it's what, like and that's what i'm saying like i don't understand why i'm rooting for him i don't understand the way that i feel about him because in in theory i hate the person that he is but I I don't know. For some and he reason, also he, and he, yeah, and he killed a guy too. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> he definitely he definitely killed a guy. I yo Benny, good call because there were some times in in even last season where, where I'm like, man, Shib, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you are yeah. annoying me right now. And yeah. yeah, I forgot it. And like that's what I love too. Like she fucking shits on Tom. Like yeah, emasculates him. Thinks that he's nothing was was pining for an open relationship, and then when he like turns the, turns the, the tables on her, and even on that scene in uh, when I think it's the they're on the beach in uh, season oh. two episode ten, and he drops yeah, he drops the line I, I have it. He says they're like talking, and like Tom just like fed up with her, and he goes. Uh, I just wonder if the sad I'd be without you is less than the sad I get from being with you, which is a fucking all time classic line for anybody. Yeah. And she just like is just like in shock, like what? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's like, yo, like you shit on this guy who's 100% loyal to, who loves you. And like, yeah, her character irks me. The, and then, but does he love her though? I think, I think he loves they... the family, I think he loves the money and the power. I was just going to say, like, I feel like she the reason she's so drawn back on it, because in her mind, there's no way that no matter what she did to Tom, Tom would ever question being with her because of all the things that being in her orbit gives him. And for her to hear that is, you know, that's what knocks her back. And how many people have told her no in her life? Yeah. And I I very few. Their relationship in a way is they're both getting something from the other person, you know, where where even if their love life or their marriage isn't perfect, like they're the benefits of them being together 
should always be, you know, what, what keeps the relationship going. And I think that moment of her feeling like, wow, this could actually end is like a, a wake up call to her. All right. Is it weird that I kind of like that she treats him like shit and tells him what to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're allowed to have it. I mean, I yeah. like Kendall and he killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. <laughs> no, I mean, she's also a piece of shit. They're all pieces of shit. The only the only person who's not outwardly a piece of shit in my mind, uh, besides some of the side characters, is Greg. But I think he is secretly up to something. I don't know what it is, or he's just just is that stupid. Like maybe that's the case. But I really hope in season four that all of a sudden Greg's just like, I've been playing you motherfuckers this whole time. And now he's like in this position of power or something like that. Like, I mean, he he is kind of falling up already. Um oh for sure. But I definitely want to see him like surprise Logan or surprise Tom with like some real smart shit and he's just like I've been playing an idiot this whole time like I'm not dumb. Yeah, my favorite my fa- one of my favorite moments from the show is when he uh lets Tom know that he has the document still. Yeah. And Tom's like, "Are you blackmailing me?" He's like, "That's that is awesome." <laughs> So I, I just he, Greg, yeah, definitely up to something. He's like in asshole boot camp with these people. Right. And I feel like just, you know, this the way he's witnessed all this stuff happen is just setting him up for like some some type of chess move. I hope so. But he'll probably because the the show isn't that good, I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> They're just gonna he, make he, him uh... the dummy. But I think too the shows that we like, there's always. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that the shows that we like and we gravitate towards, the three of us, there is always like that hidden chess move that nobody sees coming. Like we 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 very much appreciate that in a show, and I don't think you can have that mindset with this show. They never really do no. that. No. There's never like like even I felt like with Logan's wife, like there was okay, what is she up to? She's gonna pull something, and that just never comes. I mean, everything that that happens in the show, like they kind of broadcast that that's what's coming. So and maybe that's because that's it's more like how real life actually is. Like most people aren't fucking chess masters, like playing yeah. eight moves ahead. That most people are just like. I want to get some money out of this. So how do I do that? And that's kind of what everyone's motivation is in the show. Like, look at uh, Logan's ex-wife. Like, she just wanted money. Like, she the kind of that whole thing kind of fucked the three of them with uh, blocking the move. But she just wanted money. She didn't care. Yep. I think with uh, what the hell was I going to say? What was my uh, oh, like. The who got like the who done like the surprise stuff like I was surprised and I shouldn't have been that Tom you know was the one that dimed him out and I don't think you really should have been because if you were watching the entire season and everything that led up to it you would be like yeah you know that's 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 right like that's about Benny right. and, like Benny and Ryan were you guys like shocked when it was kind of revealed that it was Tom or you were like up oh, I knew it. I I was, but like you said, I shouldn't have been because he says it like a couple episodes before when him and uh, Kendall go out to dinner at that like 
IHOP like type place. diner or something. Yeah. And and he and he as he leaves, he's like, "You're asking me, you know, to to turn my back on Logan." He's like, "But I've never seen. I've been in this family for however long, and I've never seen Logan get fucked. Like right. he's the, always the one doing the fucking." Right. So yeah. uh, when when push comes to shove, even with all the stuff that Kendall laid out for him. At the end of the day, he knows who's going to come out on top, no matter what. And no, his bread is butted. Exactly, and and the ironic thing about that kind of is the only reason Logan does come out on top in that situation is Tom, right? <laughs> because they they kind of did have him yeah. until you know Tom is the one that ends up you know giving Logan that information. He's following the money. That's right, just like everyone fucking else. Speaking of Logan fucking. Is he really fucking his assistant? They they keep alluding to it, but they don't actually like confirm it. He's got to be. I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He has to be. He's stepping her. Stepping. Yeah, rich powerful men don't fuck. They stup. Yeah. Do you, all right. So, do you guys want to get into maybe a little um, predictions of where the season's gonna go? Yeah, sure. That's good real transition, quick. Benny. Oh, go ahead, Rob. Sorry, Benny. But the moment this show hooked me was when they did the little interlude, like cup, and then seeing like fades to black, and then that fucking theme song hits, and I'm like, I'm I'm in. I'm so <laughs> I, in. You know what? I was just gonna say right before we get into the predictions. Robbie, do you want to take it away on on the theme? Because that was like part of your pitch to of watching of me watching the show was the theme song. So do you want to wax poetic about the theme song a little bit? I will. Uh, the, <laughs> the greatest theme drop of all time. Like I wow. said, wow. this this might be the greatest theme song I've ever come across. Wow. It, it has everything. It has <laughs> keys. It has a little bass in it. And it just, it is just, I can't even describe how much I love this theme song. It hooked me immediately. And I know Game of Thrones is 1, one B, but I'm going to have to go Succession 1A. And wow. uh, Ryan's head might explode. But, it's gonna. Uh, I just, I mean, and this this dude, what's his name, Ryan? I'm sorry. What? Nicholas is Nicholas. What's his name? The, the composer. I don't know. I thought you Let knew Nicholas. Isn't he Game of Thrones as well? No, that's no. Uh, Raymond Dwadi. That's forget it. I'm an idiot. Cut. Uh, you're thinking of Nicholas Bertel. Yeah, that's the guy. But uh, <clears throat> has he done any other themes? Do we know? I don't know. But I just love. I just love when the keys come in, and. I'm like, holy shit, I'm locked into this show for the next 15 seasons. I don't care how long it goes. Just for the <laughs> themes. This, it's probably the only theme song that I that I listen to, you know, from start to finish every episode. I've I've skipped a couple of Game of Thrones ones here today. Sorry, but this one has my uh has me right in my loins every time I, I listen to it. That's so fair. A couple, and I get it. Go ahead, Ben. He has a couple Oscar nominations for Moonlight. Yeah, uh, if Beale Street could talk and uh, don't look up, so yeah. he's pretty, he's pretty well uh, versed, I guess you could say. But you know what? I, I was kind of wishy washy on 
on the theme song a little bit. I was like, all right, it's good. It's not Game of Thrones good. But part of the reason I it got on my nerves a little bit is because every song in the show, I feel like, is based around that theme song, which is yeah. cool. But like after a while, I'm like, all right, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but again, I watched another video on like him explaining I, I'm a sucker for when people explain like music theory and like why they used, you know, this chord and like why they took this particular part out of the song for this scene and like what it means. And then I was like, all right, you know what? I'm back. I'm back. This is my jam. Hook <laughs> me in, baby. Hook it right into my veins. <laughs> yeah. So, you, Robbie, you're telling me that this theme song is better than Game of Thrones. All right, fair. It's better than the Seinfeld theme song. Yeah, hundred percent. Better than Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ooh. Yes. Is it better than Sopranos? Fresh Sopranos? Ooh, that's a tough one too. Oh, okay. I just, I like, <laughs> I just like when my theme songs come out, Hit. Come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like Would you say that this theme song is a banger only? <laughs> yeah. If, if I if I create a playlist and I name my playlist "Bangers Only," this is on it. And and it would be played at Kendall Roy's birthday party, his his fortieth birthday party. I wish it was played at my fortieth when I walked in. Oh, um, we really fucked up. Missed opportunity. Damn it! Eightieth birthday party will do at the at the eightieth. <laughs> I use to be honest. I usually skip the opening. Well, you know, I like the least, song. At least shocking. It's fine. I never did because of how much Robbie stand it. Nah. So I, I I let it keep I let it play every time. I'm a much slut to, for that theme so <laughs> Much to Aya's chagrin, she was she was like, you know, you could skip it, right? I'm like, no, nah, we gonna let it ride. First lady, nah. we ain't skipping this song. <laughs> no skips. All right. Yeah. So, so yeah, let's like like uh, Benny said, let's let's do some predicts. Do uh, you want to be the MC of the predictions, Ryan? You want me to? Um, I can if you like, or I could start it off. Um, yeah, so. I, I think, should we go with, like, let me put it this way. What do you guys think, uh, kind of like based on certain things that were happening, is going to happen in season four? And also because we know that it's the end of the show, which we'll get into later, that maybe some of the actors did not. But, um, like, we know things are going to wrap up. Um the only thing I want to call out one other thing is I feel like, and I'm, I can't come up with an example right now. So it makes me look like shit, but I feel like there's been several things that have happened in succession that it was just like, it was just over. And like, there was no real resolution. It was just like, all right, moving on. But again, going back to what I said earlier, that's kind of like how real business and real life is like, things yeah. just end. And it's just like, all right, like not get, not buying that company, move on. Um, what do you think is going to happen with the coup? Like, obviously, Shiv, Roman, and Kendall were unsuccessful. Do you think there's they're going to keep going at it? Are they going to try a different angle? Are they going to try to get in Logan's good graces again? Like, what do you think is going to happen with that shit? Uh, Robbie, let's start with you. I do not think they're going to try and get back with Logan in his good graces. I think they're going <clears> to... <throat> Circle back around to my main man Stewie and the boys, and, yeah, uh, probably, and try and uh, kind of go for a, a takeover that way. What was the other guy with Stewie? Do you what was his name? Do you remember? Oh, him and his daughter have the same his name. His daughter, yeah, 
fuck. He's got with syphilis. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is it Sandy? Was that his name? Yeah, Sandy. Sandy, yeah. Sandy yeah, yeah, Furness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah, and his daughter was like, the best is when they're in that meeting and she's like listening to him. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you know he's not saying fucking anything. And she's just yeah. like, my dad said that um <laughs> no, we want two board seats. Like, okay, bitch, that's what's yeah. happening, sure. <laughs> So, so Robbie, you think he? They're not. They're gonna try and go in with Stewie and the boys. I think that's probable. I think so. I mean, I need more Stewie in my life. Stewie's voice. Love Stewie's voice. I uh, love Stewie's one-liners. Um, Was his introduction of him like meeting Kendall at that coffee shop and then being like, you "Yeah, do a bump." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was eating all those pastries. <laughs> Just taking them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I think that's gonna happen. Um, I think I don't. I don't. What's who's the other guy? Who Alexander Sarsgaard? What's his name in the show? Oh, uh, Lucas Matson. Right. Yeah. I think. I think because I seen some some uh, some shots of him, some trailers yeah, with the him trailer and stuff. So I feel like him and Roman might have like weird sex together, and then they then they might try and probably <laughs> take over some kind of some kind of shit as well. So yeah, that was I, one of my other questions: Is will Roman have sex with anybody? <laughs> maybe it's lucas maybe that's the season have, that's the series finale maybe I, f- I wanted to put a question in there but i forgot to uh to write it in but i'll say it now will tom swallow his own come again oh please <laughs> if it doesn't happen again if it doesn't know. happen again what what have we been doing for four seasons <laughs> wasting i'm wasting my time <laughs> so good I, benny I what that, do you think i i think that um because of how little it seems like these big decisions have ended up meaning i think there's going to be some way that like logan's like all right listen fuckheads this is what you're going to do and this is how it's going to be going forward right and he lets them back in i think that's how that's how we're going to start off season four um i i want to side with robbie and say that they're going to try to find a way but i think the pressure from Matson and them being now worth more than Waysar Royco is, is going to force them all to have to come together. Yeah. And I think that's, that's going to be the jumping off point. What about you, Ryan? Um, yeah, I think, I think you're both kind of right. Like, I think what's going to happen initially is they're going to try at least one other way to like get the company from dad. Um, and it's not going to work because Logan doesn't put up with that type of shit. And then they're going to, there's going to be maybe like another health scare for Logan. And they're going to be like, oh, like all together. And he's going to be, it's, it's going to be weird, but they're going to be like, you know, you're my kids and I, I really want this to go to you and this, whatever. And, and if you don't, I need your, you know, percentage of shares to block Matson from taking over some shit like that. And yeah, they're yeah. going to come back and then I don't know. The end is probably going to be them flying off in fucking helicopters to, <laughs> to Brooklyn because it's a far trip. <laughs> um, that's what, I mean, I think it's going to, cause it's what like probably 10 episodes is my assumption that this episode I think so, yeah. is. And I don't it, want it's going to wrap up. I don't know how it's going to wrap up, but I think it's probably going to be something like that where it's almost like one of those shows because it's like a real business. It's just going to be like the end is just like, I don't know. They fucking are still rich and they still 
whatever. I have no idea. Um, did I freeze for Real a minute? quick, and you might have to just edit this out. Ryan, can you turn your video off and on again? You're frozen. All right, I'm back. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, I'm back too. Perfect. Good. All right, hopefully um, it's that whole thing was recorded. Yeah, it said recording stopped and the recording started again. Okay, all right, good. I'm just going to um, keep the video off for a little bit just to make sure. Okay, so jumping off your point, Ryan, uh, I don't know how much of a prediction this is or not because I think we're all going to say yes to this. The show is called Succession, so... I think mm -hmm. obviously we're going to get some type of answer on that. Right. So maybe I'll tweak the question. Does Logan die? And what episode does he die in? Because I think 100% he's dying at some point this season. You think? Do you think it happens early or later? I think like episode six. I agree. I think they're on like time. that. Like with a couple episodes to go, but. At least he's gonna have a couple of, of episodes of him being fucking Logan. Uh, what do you think, Robbie? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Take six. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Logan. We'll be dead, episode seven, and we have eight and nine as a big power struggle, and then ten, the entire family gets reservations at Lucali, and they <laughs> end the scene with all of them having a big calzone. Yeah, again. they they hold up a beer to Jay Z and Beyonce that are sitting across the room at Lucali, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it fades to black like Sopranos. They get reservations at Lil Lilia's. Yeah. What did you did you mention yours, Ryan? I don't know if it was part of like the whole cutoff thing. Um, I had said episode six. I think I, I think uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why you agree with that. that. No, that's okay. Yeah, I think he definitely he definitely dies. I hope he takes Kendall with him in like some kind of fiery car crash <laughs> or something. Um, and then Shiv and Roman and Tom and Greg can fight over the company. That would be nice. But yeah, he he's probably Logan's gonna make like, like a ton of moves, and then and then he's gonna like have a fucking heart attack like on the on the trading room floor in the fucking stock market or something. Be like trading places. Do you think that before he dies? Do you think before he dies he does something? Not I don't want to say out of character, but like he does something where his like mind is gone. And he does something that kind of like not fucks them, but like yes. shakes things up in a weird way. Yes, because he almost did that twice already. Yeah. Yeah. Like got that, it, like, what did they the say? He's got like fucking charged. gonorrhea, the brain or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he has like when he has that low sugar thing that yeah. he uh, he doesn't take the medicine. He's like, oh, everybody looks so nice today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. I Robbie. think. What did you say? No, 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 no. You see, no, never. Uh, never. I've never interrupted you. I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh, I feel like. No, wait. So I want to like, talk now. Even. <laughs> I'm even just he's like. He's, no, I know. I'm trying not to fucking lose my, lose my cool <laughs> and kick the fucking. 
the screen off the the, the table. No, um, even like interviews given like now, he just like I'm so glad it's over. I'm so happy. Like Benny was saying before, how he was just shitting on uh, Jeremy Strong. But I feel like I th- I thought I read some something somewhere. He's like, yo, you know, you'll be happy with the outcome of of what happens to me or something like that. So I feel like I'm a, I'm a, I know we're all 100 percent on board that he's definitely he ha- he has to die. There's there's no doubt about it. I think so. I think or, that's where we're headed. What about maybe he doesn't die, but maybe he is, a, in business terms, dead. Where he's just out of the company, maybe even indicted for some shit or something like. So maybe he's alive, but in business terms, he's dead. Maybe that happens. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. My favorite. I wanted. I wanted to bring this up. My, one of my favorite scenes. I think it's in the first season where they're in the, the boardroom and they're all taking a vote and all raising their hand, and and Romulus raises his hand <laughs> and Logan's like, "You better be, you better be sniffing your fucking armpit." Uh, yeah, <laughs> too good. There's, I mean, that's what, like, we started doing it a little bit in the beginning of this podcast, but man, there's, just because we haven't done it for the first three seasons of the show, like, there's so many moments and, like, little things I want to talk about, but hopefully we can bring them up, you know, yeah, during yeah, throughout. You know, the, the rest of the season. If there's um, callbacks and stuff. All right, what, what do you say we do maybe one or two more? Um, I want to do what is going to be the Connor running for president line storyline in the show. Ryan. Um, I think, I think he'll run quote unquote, he'll run, but he'll not, he's not going to get like the nomination or anything. He's going to like go through the process, get on stage and they'll do a debate and he's going to look like an idiot because he is an idiot. <laughs> And uh, and then, you know, then he'll, his campaign will fall apart or something or he'll he'll like do what he does as Connor, where he's just like, eh, you know, I didn't really want it anyway. I was just I was just having a little fun. Like, yeah, it, it, testing the waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like or he'll be like, you know, America's not ready for for the Connor experience. <laughs> or something. Yeah. What about you, Robbie? I think he's going to get the nomination. Wow, I think, I think he's gonna he's, he'll he'll get the nomination. For some reason, I feel like it's gonna be like another Trump type thing. That's what they're gonna play it off of. Like this guy, nobody's nobody's uh, believes in this guy. This guy's a, a bozo, and he's uh, rich off his daddy's money, and he's just gonna the con heads are gonna be in full effect. I know you're the number one con head, Benny, but <laughs> I think uh, I think it'll be it'll be fun. If if he actually gets the nomination, I think that would be good TV, and it will be written good, and he'll fuck up along the way, and his his escort wife will probably fuck up something, and uh, I don't know. It'd be great to see that. So that's what I'm rooting for. I think, think that he's, I think he's gonna um, end up running third party, and I think he's gonna end up like getting two or three percent of the vote, or or something that like swings the election. <laughs> to like to somebody else that sh- you know like it ends up being like one of those crazy people like uh, the like neo-nazi guy that was in the bathroom with roman um oh, that they maybe. all kind of like landed on and he ends up winning um or maybe it's like 
So the candidate that, because clearly, you know, Waystar, that whole company is a right wing. It's kind of, it seems like it's kind of based on Fox. Um, whoever their candidate is will get siphoned enough votes away and then the whole company will be all pissed off at Connor. Yeah, because I think maybe that what they'll do is like, like Gil is the person that runs. And like, there's a lot of like Democrats that think Gil is like too, you know, almost like too liberal and they end up not voting or voting for Connor instead. And like, that's what ends up swinging the election. Yeah, it could be. Um, yeah. One of the, I, I, I think the second episode title is called Rehearsal. And a lot of people are suspecting that it's the rehearsal dinner for Connor and his fiance. But now what Rob, you were saying about the debates, I almost hope it's like a debate rehearsal for Connor. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see, I do like 100% I'm all in. I want to see Connor like on a debate stage. Yeah, it'd be ridiculous. Like when he was so, debating uh, that guy from the other company, the super liberal company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just both morons. Yeah, Pierce. Yeah, that was it. Um, Ryan, do you want to pick one last one? Robbie, you want to ask a prediction question? Um, let me see. Sorry, I don't have my 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 notes up. Uh, uh let's let's do this one. Um, because it it was it was a cliffhanger, and uh, Ryan put it on there, so I'll uh, I'll read it. It's uh, does Shiv divorce Tom? Right. Or vice versa, I guess. Yeah, vice versa. I'll go. I think that they end up staying together. I think Probably. if they've got if they've gotten through what what they've been through so far, I think they both like mutually decide that it's just better for them to stay together. Um, it's it's a better look for Shiv. It's a better look for Tom being so high up in the company, right? That it just ends up making more sense for them to stay together. Will that have disastrous outcomes? Stay tuned. <laughs> That's it. Oh. I think you're right. Uh, I think it'll come close, um, but I think in the end they'll probably end up staying together, mainly for yeah, for for business purposes. So Tom can say, "I'm married to a Roy. I'm in the family," and Shiv could say, "I'm stable. I have a fucking husband who's an exec or what? You know who knows? Whatever." But yeah, I think I think they'll probably stay together. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll stay together. I think Benny made a good point, uh, maybe like 20, 30 minutes ago, about how they both benefit off of each other. Uh, well, they love each other. Who knows? But like, I think that you know they know what they're doing. They're a little little team, little little package deal. Tom likes what he gets out of uh, out of being in that family, and Shiv is just is just Shiv, whatever with her. Listening to you say that almost makes me think like this kind of sets off a spark in Shiv's head. We're like, all right, Tom's kind of like, you know, he's he's like he's dad. Kind of, he's like dad. He's a mastermind. Like maybe he's not like this, you know, idiot that I kind of think that he is. And it, it they kind of like form like the unholy alliance and like lots of shit. Yeah, yeah maybe turned on by him by yeah. doing that. I foresee, I foresee uh, an aggressive lovemaking session where Tom <laughs> is is dominant and she loves it. That's how the season opens up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with just the theme music playing over it, and oh, Greg's in, Greg's in the background. <laughs> yeah. 
like taking notes <laughs> awkward but also like touching himself watching <laughs> he i just i you know what it is i think i desperately want him to be not an idiot because he bothers me so much with his like sniveling like oh okay okay, grandpa like like just like such a he's such a little bitch yeah that i i desperately want him to not be that person and maybe maybe he wasn't playing a part this whole time maybe he'll grow up and and grow a set or something i don't know but i just i want him to at least once like stand up to somebody or something i don't know that's yeah. what I look forward to. He stood up to Greenpeace. He yeah, he did. He's thinking about <laughs> a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> um, I, well, listen, hey, I, I'm hoping we have enough people listening. What are your predictions? We got a, a week or two before the season starts. We would love to hear your predictions. We'll put our email in the show notes. We'll post yep. it up on so- social media when we finalize our name and what all our social media is going to be, so, but we definitely want to hear your opinions. I'm sure we're going to have people join us. I know uh, Katie Ann watches the show. I know yep. Anthony watches the show. Yep. So definitely want to hear people's opinions. Maybe I could get my wife to email. Would love That'd that. Nice. Would love That'd be that. Nice. So before we go, do we want to touch on maybe a couple of things that have been in in the uh, media about stuff outside the actual TV show? Yeah, definitely. Let's do that. Uh, can I start off? Please. Because uh, Brian Cox talking about the fact that Jeremy Strong is a fucking tool bag <laughs> makes me love him even more because <laughs> I hated before I even watched Succession. Did you ever see the movie The Gentleman? No. Yeah, good movie. Oh, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. He, it's very good. He, in that movie, he his character is fine. Like, I kind of like the character, but he acts like shit in that movie. And I don't know what the problem is, but I fucking hate his guts. So I hated his guts before I even watched Succession. So that probably doesn't help his case as Kendall either. So the fact that Brian Cox is like, this method acting shit is for the birds. Get out of here. Yeah. So to give a a, a little, a little bit more context, please um, do there's a story going around like I guess they're all giving kind of interviews as the show's wrapping up and Brian Cox completely drags Jeremy Strong who plays Kendall um, because he is 100% method he refuses to even like talk to people outside of at their scenes that they're in doesn't build uh, relationships with anybody and Brian Cox is just old school dude and he's like like this is like so fucking unnecessary So, yeah, he's been dragging him a little bit. Like he says he respects him as an actor and he thinks he does a great job, but he just thinks it's it's just way overboard. Um, so that's what we're talking about here. But did you see the big short? Any of I did. Say, when Ryan was talking about how he didn't like um, Jeremy Strong in The Gentleman, I was going to say, but I loved him in the big short. He was awesome in, in, in that part that he played. I don't remember in that. I've definitely seen it. I need to see it again. I was going to say he he's not that different from Logan, really. So, like, what is the method acting really doing? Like, the character he plays in the big short, like, why does he have to go so hard to just be, like, the same character he kind of plays in the big short? I think that the, the thing that where he gets that method acting from 
is I think that he was Daniel Day Lewis's assistant. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's what because when I read about when um, Brian Cox is talking, I read that you know he was an assistant to Daniel Day Lewis, so that's where he gets that shit from. But Brian Cox is just an old Scott, and he's just like, <laughs> all right, I'm you know I'm I'm getting in, I'm getting out, let me go home, and and that's it. So he he he's probably just an old silly man too, and he's like, all right, enough of this shit. Just let's let's you don't have to go that deep into it. This is this isn't a, a like a ridiculous character where you gotta you know go off the deep end about, but I get yeah, it. Yeah, it looks like you're right because I think Brian's Brian, Brian Cox kind of dragged Daniel Day Lewis too. It looks like <laughs> I didn't I didn't see that part of it. Wow, but I, I I think you're right where he's just like so like he, he, Brian Cox is just like come on guys, what the fuck are we doing, man? Like let's just have yeah, a good time. It's a fucking job, stop it. Yeah. Um. The other thing that I wanted to talk about that's coming out of these interviews is it seems like a lot of the actors didn't know that this was going to be the last season. Uh, even not like this got sprung on them the first day of shooting. Like they didn't know it was going to be the last season until the table read of the last episode. Sure. That's and crazy. It yeah. It seems like, I think one of the people uh, whose interviews I read was uh, Sarah Snook who plays Shiv definitely seems like i don't know if she has hard feelings but she's kind of like a little tight that they kind of did that to them um they knew it was a possibility but i guess that they felt they went so far along in the season that they weren't just going to spring it on them like that it it, it makes me a little nervous about, about how it's going to yeah about not that i think that there's going to be bad acting but no but like how the how the story goes yeah, is it going to end in like a satisfying way? Is it going to? Did they all kind of feel like it was left so open that? Excuse me, I just pulled a Robbie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did they? Are are they going to leave it so open that you know a lot of people are going to be unsatisfied? What is? I, I know, know you guys maybe haven't seen that story, but what do you think about that? I I mean I agree with what you're saying. Like, is it like? hopefully it's not one of those like nine episodes of the show and it's chugging along and then all of a sudden episode 10 kind of does a little bit of a turn and it's like starting to just wrap everything up you know what i mean where it's like stuff was happening and they're just like oh yeah great news like that closed and we're done with that and oh shiv and uh, tom are back together like i hope it doesn't go that route um i mean i don't think a show of this caliber would do something like that but you never know the behind the scenes shit like maybe who knows why they ultimately decided to end it at this with this season but I, yeah i hope i hope we're wrong thinking that um but it is kind of fucked up they did it to the actors especially i said it before the show like uh you know some of these actors like who knows if they're gonna get jobs in like movies like who's gonna hire a fucking six ten Greg dork ass for <laughs> some movie? I don't know. Like, and so you're almost like you're taking a job away from someone. So I'd probably be a little pissed off too. Yeah. What about you, Robbie? Yeah, I agree with that. And I also agree with you. It's like now I'm I am kind of leery on like how how is this actually gonna play out now if if they're not even knowing it's the the end of the road for this show. You know, maybe if somebody like so, like what happens if if Logan, we think Logan's gonna die and he doesn't die, especially now that 
all right, well, they didn't even see the end, end of the show coming. So does that mean anything like really, really, you know, spectacular happens? Does it does it finish in a in a laissez faire kind of way? That's that's a little concerning. But I don't know, not to to not tell these people if that's if that's true and it and it is like a, a true true story, like to not even tell them that, hey, all right, here's a table read. And by the way, it's um it's over. At least with Game of Thrones, like they knew for yeah. so long that it was over and especially like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, like every all these shows know. The only time you don't really know is unless the show gets canceled, and they weren't. Right. They're not going to cancel shows like this. So it is kind of it is kind of shitty in a way that they uh, they did it because we nobody even knew. Like all of a sudden it was like all right, seasons four was coming out, and then they were like uh, Jesse Armstrong, the uh, one I guess one of the co creators, was like created. Yeah, this, yeah. this is the last uh, season, and we're like, what? It's like springing yeah. on everybody. Yeah. Do you think that? Now I know this is just I'm thinking out loud here. I know HBO or whatever their parent company, Time Warner, whatever the fucking company is, they've been cutting a lot of shit. I don't think Succession is an overly expensive show, but we don't know. Like all those helicopter rides probably cost something. Yeah. So maybe HBO said to the creators or the showrunners, like, hey, you can do as many seasons as you want, but you gotta cut back on costs. And they were just like, No, it's the show about a fucking obscenely wealthy family we're going to show these exotic locations and all this stuff so maybe maybe that factored in i don't i don't know if we'll ever know that maybe we'll find out more info after the season ends but yeah just to pull the rug out from under everyone and just be like hey last last season <laughs> yeah uh, to that point like i feel like it's definitely not a show that they would ever cancel so i no. think you're right about that uh, and i think that while it does get a lot of praise, I don't think it's doing Game of Thrones numbers. Definitely like, not. Ratings wise. So I don't know. Maybe that's part of it, that there's something that they didn't want to compromise on. Could be. I, I personally said that five seasons. I feel like season four is going to be the end of Logan's storyline and five to wrap everything up. Uh-huh. Maybe that's what they thought, too. And maybe they're like, you know what? maybe there really isn't that much more to tell after Logan dies. Like maybe we wrap it up in an episode or two mm-hmm. and it's, that's just where we leave it. Like we don't need to go into like how Waystar is two years from now after all that stuff happens. That's kind of my hope is that they just kind of said, you know what, let's just, we'll leave it where we have it. And that's good enough. Let's not kill it because I think we all agree after the walking dead experience and the, and you know how quality fell off on Game of Thrones, even though they did need to finish that story. Right. Sometimes you just have too much, and it just it kind of ruins. It waters everything. it down. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to keep my hopes up, but you know, definitely reading that article gave me a little, a little bit of like a uh, anxiety. Tempered expectations. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. We'll talk about so, it in the wrap up show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh we should maybe leave it there. Yeah. The, do we want to maybe talk about so I, I think the whole idea behind this podcast is gonna be obviously talking about succession, but we definitely want to talk about other shows as well. Yes. Um we do have you know, there's Ted Lasso that we're all into. Love it. Uh Robbie's into Barry. I like Barry. That's oh, ending. Barry. I don't know if Ryan's watching that, so maybe we won't talk about that, but uh. 
Beyonce, I could Beyonce. maybe catch up or, you know, you guys could always do episodes, you know, you two, or if there's a, another person to come in, who knows? Yeah. Or we do a big wrap up on Barry, you know, maybe just yeah. not go too deep into it every, you know, every episode with that. But I think this ends up becoming something that we do consistently. There are a lot of movies and classic things that Robbie and I haven't seen. So, I mean, we could always do fun episodes where we, Ryan gives us a little culture. <laughs> and we and we we do a little book report on those movies so yeah no i think i think you're definitely right like we're gonna start this with succession and hopefully do some either some other shows some movies maybe uh after the season it won't be like every week but definitely some kind of consistency where we you know maybe we'll announce we're gonna watch this movie so hopefully our if we have an audience <laughs> they can watch it too and and we'll talk about it. And uh, yeah, uh, Robbie, any what do you think? Anything to add to that? No, I agree with you guys. I think that we had so much fun doing uh, House of the Dragons that we were talking about, you know, what we could do next, especially with uh, Succession coming up. We all love the Succession and Benny and you guys, you know, you, you and Benny kind of binge that quickly. So, yeah. yeah, I agree. Like, I love doing it. Um like Benny said, there's shows that we love. Barry, I mean, I know Benny ha- hasn't watched The Sopranos. I've watched it. You know, we could rewatch that and do something like that. That'd be fun. Movies that, you know, Ryan recommends. Movies that we haven't seen. Um, yeah. A couple people made, yeah, a couple people made some suggestions like KDN, like, you know, short documentaries. And I said, yeah, totally. And then I just deleted her number in my phone book. <laughs> but uh, other than <laughs> Other than that, no, I, I'm in agreement. There's so many things where this can go, and so many things we can do, which is which is the fun thing about it. Yeah, and I think maybe, I mean, I definitely whenever House of the Dragon comes back in 2027 or whatever it is, the, late it'll be on this feed. Yeah, late, early 2028. Uh, <laughs> it'll be on this feed, and then and maybe we'll try and do. I know Benny and I talked about reading the book and talking about it. Um, that might be there too. Who knows? We'll. We'll try and do a lot of fun shit. So hopefully like a, a bit of a media catch all. Yeah, exactly. Um, we could even do, you know, if we feel like it, I know Robbie loves fucking music. So maybe we'll do some music episodes. I don't know. We'll, we'll love it. We'll figure it out. But yeah, it's definitely going to be like an entertainment catch all. Um, hopefully you guys like it and uh, join us for succession over the next couple weeks. Guys, you want to add anything before we wrap it up? Let's get those emails popping. Let's uh, we want to hear your opinions on succession. I know that's how we're going to get, you know, get listeners in the beginning of this thing. So hit us with your predictions on where you think succession season four is going to go. Uh, What are your expectations? Are you excited? Are you have you started binging because we're watching this now? Let us know. Yeah. Or what you think about episode one, because the next episode, our next episode will come out. We're going to do. Uh, most likely Thursday drops. So a couple days after the Sunday episode. Um, so it'll give you a couple days, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to, to listen and whatever. Yeah. Send us an email. Tell, send us an email that we suck, that you hated this episode. That'll be fun too. <laughs> exactly. And do us a favor. Even if you don't like writing an email and you want to get your voice heard, just pop open that voice note app. Talk into the voice note, send it to one of us, leave one of us a voicemail, and we'll put it on the air. Anything. You know, it's so it's it's fucking 2023. Technology's booming, baby. So uh <laughs> there's, 
you can you can contact us any way you want and you'll get on the air so let's not fucking everybody's got time all we got is time and uh time after time cindy lopper <laughs> <laughs> oh my god hopefully this doesn't crash the thing again but uh yeah so thanks for listening we'll see you next week enjoy episode one and uh we love you see you around hey robbie i heard you swallowed your own load <laughs> <laughs> oh i've got to say good night oh sorry want to say good night say good night sure. all right Good night, L to the OG. Dude be the OG. A and he playing. Oh my God, Kendall, that fucking loser. You know you love him. Ugh. Consider it done. Okay? And listen to me. I'm going to be real honest with you right now. This moment came to me in a dream about a month ago. I was making love my wife Donna on top of her thrusting away a sultry hot evening all the windows closed the heat turned up to about 82 so it gets sweaty and hot my hips thrusting down on Donna her trying to get away because she does not like it When I hear a sound, I rap at the door. My young son, Gabriel, walks in. My wife says, no, Gabriel, leave. I say, no, let the boy watch. <laughs> let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. The way he learned from his father. <laughs> <laughs>